It's Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. It's time for an intervention. We need to hold fossil fuel companies and their enablers to account. UN Secretary General calls for fossil fuel industry to pay for climate damages. I just want to say one word to you. Yes, sir. Plastics. New initiative takes on plastics and the petrochemical industry. Plus, if we want to beat China, pass the Kigali Treaty. U.S. Senate approves the first climate treaty in decades. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We have a rendezvous with climate disasters. I can think of sexier rendezvous. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Ted's doing. It is Climate Week in New York City as the UN General Assembly meets. Are we finally going to solve this whole climate change thing this week? <laughs> Not this week. Oh. But I will say, as we go to air, Hurricane Fiona is barreling toward the island of Bermuda as a strong Category 4 hurricane. Mm, not good. And in Puerto Rico, nearly 800,000 households still have no power or clean water after Hurricane Fiona wiped out the island's fragile electric grid, meaning no electricity to run water treatment systems or pump water into homes. Meaning that's for more than 800,000 people. That's well over a couple million at this point. Yep. And as mentioned, it's the annual gathering of world leaders at the United Nations General Assembly in New York City this week. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres gave a somber assessment of global affairs in his opening address, saying the world is, quote, in great peril and gridlocked, unwilling to face the major challenges that threaten the future of humanity, like climate change, poverty and war. Guterres cited the mounting toll of record-shattering extreme weather disasters that scientists say are supercharged by the burning of fossil fuels. He called for rich nations to end billion-dollar annual subsidies to the fossil fuel industry that are effectively subsidizing climate destruction and to claw back some of the industry's record profits from spiking energy prices thanks to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Thanks, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Polluters must pay. And today I'm calling on all developed economies to tax the windfall profits of fossil fuel companies. Those funds should be redirected in two ways to countries suffering loss and damage caused by the climate crisis, and to people struggling with rising food and energy prices. Wealthy nations have long resisted paying poorer countries for loss and damage from climate disasters and helping them to adapt to accelerating impacts. Even though they're the ones who caused all of this trouble. And that is going to be a major point of contention for the next UN Climate Summit in November in Egypt. A leaked document obtained by The Guardian this week shows that poorer countries intend to demand a new financial settlement, potentially with new taxes on fossil fuel use, to fund loss and damage payments and adaptation projects. Good. But some good news on that front. This week, Denmark became the first wealthy country in United Nations history to pledge compensation to the developing world for the consequences of fossil fuel use. Also good. Denmark pledged to pay more than $13 million to support countries hard hit by extreme weather disasters. Well, that's not much money. No, it's not. 
In other news, in a new report, the Government Accountability Office warns the federal government faces rising fiscal exposure from increasingly costly extreme weather disasters and that government-wide action is needed to limit the financial risks. The GAO recommends agencies incorporate climate resilience into their infrastructure and planning, and Congress and agencies should develop a clear strategic national plan to guide national climate adaptation efforts. Oh, I'm sure they will. And some more good news. Billionaire former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg announced that he is taking on the plastics industry with an $85 million campaign aimed at blocking the petrochemical industry's push to increase production of plastics that are made from fossil fuels. Well, now that he's gotten rid of all the guns and solved global warming, I'm sure his plastics campaign will be gangbusters. The Beyond Petrochemicals Initiative seeks to block more than 120 proposed petrochemicals chemical projects in the United States and will bolster local environmental justice groups. And finally, some very good news. I'll be the judge of that. On Wednesday, the U.S. Senate finally joined the rest of the world in ratifying the Kigali Amendment to the 1987 Montreal Protocol, the first global climate treaty that saved the ozone layer, which protects all life on Earth. The Kigali Amendment phases out the use of climate-warming hydrofluorocarbons, or HFCs. Those are newer chemical superpollutants used in refrigeration and air conditioning. U.S companies backed it now that they hold patents on the products that the world will need to replace them. And that attracted just enough Republican votes to pass. Okay, that is very good news. For much more on that and all of the other stories we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Cool dirt.